Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Football Roundup. You're joined by myself, Jack, once again, and my co-host, Taylor. Um, Taylor, would you like to you know, kick us off with what we're going to discuss um, in this week's episode? Yeah, well, due to popular demand from previous episodes, we're going to start off with a bit of two truths, one lie. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to move into how VAR and the referees are impacting football currently. After that, we're going to then discuss how bad Liverpool are doing and how they aren't going to make <laughs> top four. And then there's a big game on Sunday, City versus Liverpool. It pretty mm. much makes the title. I think if we win, we're going to win the title. So yeah. we're going to try and win a comp. We're going to try and make a combined eleven. Yeah, it's got a bit. Right. So it's let's start a bit off with two truths, one lie. Yeah, let's let's start off with that. Go on, Taylor, do you want to go first? All right. Okay. All right. First one. I once had the actual FA Cup stay in my house overnight. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Second okay. one. Yeah, go on. I've played football with Phil Foden. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my third one, going back to last week's, going back to last week's podcast, speaking about Edin Dzeko, mm. I have met Edin Dzeko. Okay. So you think that you've had the FA Cup stay in your house. You think that you've played football with Phil Foden. Yeah. And you've met Edin Dzeko. Yeah. I think you may have met Edin Dzeko. I think. I think you may have done. Um. Oh, I don't know. So I think you've met Edin Dzeko, but Phil Foden won. Play football with Phil Foden. I what am from you... Manchester. I know. Yeah. How? We how are a similar age? How? Oh, ah. How? How did you play football, with Phil Foden? How? How did you? It was in um. It was in a summer camp thing when we we're about thirteen-ish. Oh, like a um, just like a, like where where fat what like kids go to like in the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like anyone, like fans. Not no, not just fans. Like it's a summer camp. Like oh right, okay. All right. Like, okay. You know where, like in the summer, you'll go and play football mm. with a few people in the, like one of the five-a-side pitch kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you've had the FA Cup stay in your house. Yep. When was that? What year? Two thousand and thirteen. So who was who's holders? Was it you? I genuinely don't remember. 13, because but... I know Arsenal won it in 14. I don't know who the year before was. I'm going to say, I'm going to say FA Cup is the lie. Well, you're wrong. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> do oh. you know which one the lie is? What? Foden? I haven't played football with Phil Foden. I should have known. That's... Phil Foden <laughs> would not have gone to a summer camp, would he? No. It would be the academy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, I might have when I was younger, but mm. for all I know, I could have. But yeah, I mean, I don't you never know. Have, but I have got pictures of me with Edin Dzeko and the FA Cup in my house. So if you're oh. watching the YouTube video, you'll see it on the you'll side see of the, it screen. On the screen. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Right, your turn. I'll go. I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. So when I went to New York, the year Arsenal, the year after. No, it would have been the year. The year Arsenal won the FA Cup. Yeah. I just missed. I just missed the Arsenal team. I just um, missed seeing the Arsenal team. I can't remember what station it is. Um, but there was like a set up there and I just missed them. They were playing five-a-side football. I just missed them. Um, I've lifted the FA Cup. It's quite cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I lifted the FA Cup. And I once bumped into Flamini 
and Thomas Rosicki um, on the underground. Right. When did you lift the FA Cup? I lifted the FA Cup when I went to Wembley Stadium for a Wembley tour. So, Do you remember what year that was? That was the year before Arsenal won the FA Cup, I think. It might have been, been the same year, to be honest. It may have been the first... It might have been 13, 14, I think. So if that's true, I would have just held the FA Cup and I pretty much just passed it over to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, have it, yeah. No, yeah, I think it was that season. I think it was the season Arsenal won the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, right, so, so Thomas Rosicki and who? Um, Flamini. So two Arsenal on the legends. On the underground, yeah, bumped into him, yeah. Would they be getting the underground, though? It wasn't, it wasn't, on, it wasn't on an Arsenal game, surprisingly. You're, but still, surely if you're a professional footballer, they're not going to be getting. It was after it, it was after they retired though, like after they left Arsenal. So it's quite recent. In, why were they still in England? Because Rosicki is like part of Arsenal, and so is Flamley. Hmm. So I forgot what the first one was. The first one was. Um, oh, what was the first one? Let me get back up. The first one was. Um, I just missed the Arsenal team in New York. Oh yeah. I feel like that one's true. I feel I feel like that one's definitely true. You can't have made something up like that. Yeah. No. Oh God, it's a tricky one. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say um, the Flamini and the Rosicki ones are lie. Yeah. Yeah, you got it right. yeah, you got it right. Yeah, you got it right. Really? No. Yeah, yeah, it's quite easy. <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought about the lie a bit more. Yeah, good point. Yeah, why would Rosicki and Flamini be in England? They wouldn't play for Arsenal. Stupid. God. Right. But yeah, there you go. We should make a points table for two truths, one lie. I think it oh, was one all. It'd be one all, wouldn't it? Yeah, I won last week. Oh, God. I'll set that up at some point. Yeah. God. Well, yeah, that, I mean, I did just miss the Arsenal team. We were, there was like, I can't remember what station it is in New York, but there was like this five side thing, and it was for like the American tour Arsenal were doing like pre season. Um, and as soon as we walked away, I saw on like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter oh, no. that like five minutes later they just turned up. So I was fuming. But anyway, moving on, sort of from Arsenal and uh, what happened at the um, what happened midweek, um, the impact of this is onto the first discussion point really. VAR and referees, Taylor. What do you Ooh. think? What do you think? Do you think it's ruining football? Do you think it's spoiling the enjoyment? Do you think it's ruining the game? What are your opinions on it? If you ask me, I like VAR, mm. but I don't like how it's used. No. So I, I like the idea of VAR. I don't uh-huh. like... I think the people that use it are also a bit dodgy, especially in England. <clears throat> yeah. With, oh my God. <laughs> it's true. The referees, mm. I think, are not great. I think they make too many inconsistent decisions. Yeah. I, yeah, like, think in the World Cup, what did you think of AR then? VR in the World Cup? Yeah. Oh, God. I, I mean, went, I didn't... It went quite smoothly. If you I mean, yeah, I, I, you didn't really notice it, really, did you? No. I mean, I can't really remember anything that, you know, that was controversial during the World no. Cup when it was being used. Like when you scored a goal, you were like, oh, yeah, celebrating. Whereas now, if you score a goal, your head automatically goes. Exactly. Oh, no. VAR, what they say. VAR, what's it going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, obviously, so many people have talked about VAR. Um, 
But I think there's a new side to VAR. And as you said there, it's the people who are behind it and people who use it to make decisions. Um, and obviously that's the referees that don't, you know, in yeah. this country, they've sort of got the arrogance and um, sort of like this belief that no one, you can't say anything to referees anymore, can you? You can't question the no. decision. And once it's in place, it's you can't really get it overturned. Um, but, I mean, once said Arsene Wenger, I was like, we, you know, no English referee will go to a World Cup because true. How, of how poor they are. And I feel like they also have a lot of bias towards the bigger teams. Like, they say yeah. they don't, but it's obvious to see. Yeah, you know, it is obvious. It's And another thing is they're not consistent with their decision-making. It's like the Bednarek and David Luiz situation. They overturned Bednarek's red card, which wasn't a red card anyway, but they kept David Luiz. But there was well, more. That's because Southampton's a bigger team than Arsenal now. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. That's the reason why. <laughs> they in the bigger team. But, but it's, it's the twisting of the rules. You've got this, mm. you've got this rule in place. Is if you don't go for the ball and you accidentally touch a player, it's a straight red. It's a straight red. Like if you don't go for the ball, if you don't even attempt. Yeah. It's a straight red. If you attempt to go for the ball, if you absolutely decapitate a player while they're running through on goal, it's only a yellow. So the, the, that's the reason Bednarek's um, challenge got overturned, but there was more of an attempt for the ball in Bednarek. So it, it's, it's so twisted. It's so confusing. It's, yeah, it's just wrong. And also VAR, I feel like when the referees and officials are looking at mm. VAR, deciding whether there's a goal or not, yeah. they're always looking to disallow the goal. Mm. They're never looking to give the goal. They're looking to see if the attacker is ahead of the defender. They're not looking yeah. to see if the defender's ahead of the attacker. And the lines are always... The lines are way too thick. The, the lines are so... I, I, do you think they're too thick? Yeah, because the lines they draw down from oh, what down shoulder, what upwards? No, 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 the lines they draw down from the shoulder to the ground are quite thin. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Go yeah. across the pitch, they're checking the the lines across way too thick. The lines across the pitch in Italy, I think yeah. it's Italy. There, there are certain thickness to give leeway. Mm. So, but yeah, I've got a problem with the leeway, the whole leeway thing. Mm. But because, I think it. The thing I'll, is, I'll tell you why in a second. VAR was brought in to um, to fix obvious mistakes, right? Mm. If a player is offside by a toenail, not even that, like the, 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 yeah, especially like, by a pixel on the by, screen, by a hair, that is not an obvious mistake. No, I don't, but is then it? you also have the thing of saying. When does it turn from not obvious to obvious? Yeah. Then you say, oh, if you do it with just the feet, mm. you still get the same millimeter difference between yeah. the edge of the feet. So mm. either way, if you change the rules, even with the leeway thing, you have a leeway of, I don't know, thirty centimeters. Obviously, it won't be that, but no. Then you get people looking at, oh, is it twenty nine point five centimeters? You, yeah, it you just still get the same. You still get the same millimeter difference. It just becomes stupid, then, doesn't it? Yeah. It just does become true. It in a way, VAR is good, and in a way, it's bad. But it, it to make it, you know, better. Like in other leagues, it's fine. It's doing well. It's just yeah. You don't in other leagues when you're watching it, you don't think of VAR. You're watching the game. Yeah, but in England, when watching a game, as soon as you score a goal, you think, oh, VAR. What's it going to be now? Um, 
imagine the Aguero three two QPR. Aguero scored that goal, and then, and then no one cheers because everyone's thinking, "Oh no, a VAR yeah. going to rule it out." It's madness. Have you got any ways of improving it? Do you think VAR? Can you improve it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, change the officials behind it. Get someone yeah. who actually knows the game. Well, they do know the game, but obviously not the way that we know it. Or they should have the same officials for every VAR. Yeah, it's get, really, get it's a, really hard. It's impossible, but that's the only way of keeping it consistent. Or really. get officials who are trained in VAR. Yeah, they probably, yeah, they would, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? One, but, one idea I had was if you can have a limited amount of VAR appeals. So say you can only appeal right. two times okay. or three times a game to use VAR. Mm. A bit like they do in tennis. Yeah. I don't know. I think that'll be a bit more yeah. interesting. Then they're I'm... not checking it for every single little thing. Exactly. But, I mean, you know, I think the issue is, and what needs to be changed as well, is that referees aren't held accountable for their mistakes. That is true. They're all friends, the referees, so they're not going yeah. to dob each other in. Exactly. They're never held accountable. And there's now a relationship, obviously, in football, there's always that relationship with the referees, isn't there? Always. But now managers, no one really trusts them anymore. Like, um, no. I read, I looked the other day, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, um, he said that he had a conversation with one of the refs before the game, before the United game. Um, and he didn't think the Louise or the Bedner X sending off were correct. He didn't even think they, they were. Everyone that, knows. I mean, everyone, everyone has said... Everyone has said, apart from the officials, that it was the it was a mistake. But you know, and also with um, what's his name, Mark Housey, the previous um, former Premier League referee, saying about the how it corrupt it is internally. You know, they they have to give a certain amount of fouls. I mean, if fouls. a referee saying that, then it's got yeah. To I mean, he was a referee got down here from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand thirteen. So 14 mm. years as a referee, and he's just he'd come out. Obviously, I don't, I don't know when he came out and said it, but yeah. And another thing as well, Southampton have requested that Mike Dean and Lee Mason don't officiate their games anymore. Oh, I wish City could do that. Can't oh my god, I wish Arsenal yeah. could do that. Oh my god, Mike Dean for us. I can't. You, do you remember that goal that I can't remember who scored it? It was a Spurs player. Um, no, when, we, when we beat him five two at the Emirates like ages ago. But when Tottenham scored, Mike Dean went running. Oh, Mike Did Dean. Did you want to celebrate with them? Yeah, he got to celebrate with them. <laughs> he's, he's jumping up and down. But there's another one where Spurs go and score while our lane, not against us, I can't remember who it's against. But, he, but you know where he, he does that thing with his arms where he plays on, doesn't he? Yeah. And he starts running around like that, like celebrating. <laughs> he, oh, God. There's a lot of referees who think the limelight is on them. Yeah, Mike Dean does it a lot to take. Oh, he loves it. Like, he, he loves just it. Whatever he sees, what he can get away with. Really. Yeah, I mean, it, as a person, he's a, you know he's probably a great guy. Mm. But when you're refer- like he's quite funny. Like when you see it happen. Yeah, I watched him on the Peter Crouch podcast. It was funny yeah, he's quite a laugh. But when you're a you know refereeing, yeah, you a need to be professional game sticking to the rules. Yeah, exactly. You've got to remember, um, um, that it's this is. For a football player and a manager, this is their work. You know, this is their life mm. in a way. You know, this is what they're working for. It's their job at the end of the day. So if the players and managers are doing their job, you expect the referees to do it as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, going back to that Mike Dean podcast, he said that if the Aguero goal against QPR was mm. offside, he still would have given it. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be complaining, but that just shows that 
he just does what he wants, and no one, no one will, no one yeah. will um, pick him up on it because they're all friends and they all don't want to be mean to each. No, they they don't dob each other in, do they? No, they are all um, too close. They all the things need to change. I think, as I said, they need to be. You know, we, we have the best league in the world, but potentially the worst officials. Yeah, don't we? You know, when Charlie Austin had that rant. Um, oh yeah. And he, he called for VAR, and now we've got VAR. They can't even use that. But the thing is, now now we've got VAR, you can't take it away. Because if yeah. you take it away, you'll get all the pundits and everyone after mm. pretty much making the lines themselves and going, oh, this was offside, but they didn't call it. Well, like, well you got rid of VAR. You can't do it after the game now. If you, if you take it away, then the only thing people were talking about is, oh, if VAR was in, that'd be called off as offside. Yeah, exactly. If VAR was in, that was a red. So you're stuck in this constant loophole now. If you take it in, you'll put it back in. If you take it out, sorry, you'll put it back in and it'll be over and over again. But oh. we're just stuck now in this situation where referees need to be held accountable um, and there needs to be consistency as well with the decision makings. So, but yeah, it's, 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 it's a long discussion point. We could ramble on for hours, I think. Um, we could debate for hours. Yeah, with referees and VAR and the rules of football. Yeah. It's never-ending, right? It is never-ending. I mean, yeah, it's never-ending, really. There's always an issue that comes up, isn't there? Um, but I think that the thing that needs to be fixed is just how they're using VAR and how they need to use it successfully um, and consistently as well. Um, but as you mentioned there about... You mentioned City a few times and the QPR goal. Um, in, obviously the same result won't happen again but the result of City winning the league might happen again mightn't it what a season what a poor season Liverpool are having yeah the, at the start of the season they were the ones that were almost guaranteed to win it no one yeah. else was playing well Liverpool were ready they were the mm. winners they were on track to win again but sorry Liverpool fans I mean yeah, it's not happening not happening it's definitely not happening now I mean it's a long road I know we spoke about it last week, about City running away with it, but I think we're going to focus on um, Liverpool this this week. Um, they lost to Brighton 1-0. They lost to Brighton, Brighton 1-0. Brighton looked the better team as well, to right, be they, right, To be fair to Brighton, they're, 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 they've, they beat Spurs the other week and they've beaten Liverpool yeah. now. They're not having a bad... They're, you know, they're not having a bad run. They're not a bad side, but you expect the champions of England to... Mm. I mean, they lost one 0 to Burnley as well, Liverpool. So yeah, exactly. Lost one to Burnley, Brighton. I remember the Burnley and Brighton was their first two consecutive home defeats since 2012. It's now that's a bad that that's bad. But also, (laughs) it can't be that bad, surely, because surely it just shows how good they've been doing to not lose two home games in a row for that long. Yeah, yeah. End of the day, they have just lost two home games in a row, Mm. and they haven't scored at home for three consecutive games. Like. It's not looking good. Not, not good at all. But it comes down to losing Van Dyke, I think. Yeah. Don't you think? Losing think Van Dyke and losing... And then every other centre-back they've got. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's about, I mean, it's Matip, just... Matip's just got injured. Yeah, I know. He's out for the season, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's about... I think Liverpool have lost their spine. They've lost their base. If you look at all the teams that have won the league, they've had a spine down the middle... And Liverpool have lost part of theirs, and that's why they aren't winning. Like that's why we didn't. That's why we couldn't win it. Like, like when Liverpool won it, because we didn't have the company. Company had gone. Mm. 
it just wasn't happening. No, that's the thing. Yeah, as you said, well, look- they have brought in, they have brought in this Kabak who plays yeah. for Schalke, who's meant to be good. However, I think they were just too desperate for a centre back, mm-hmm. and they just signed whoever they could. They just signed. I mean, they Schalke, signed. Him. I think they've only won one game all season. I think so. I can't. Oh, I, yeah. I haven't really followed Schalke, but yeah, if that's the case, they're just about just panic buying, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool as well, panic buying Ben Davis as well to cover for their you know defensive ab- you know absences. I, I think mean, the centre backs they've got now aren't great. Like, no. They've brought in this Ben Davies, who's not a not a great centre back. Kabak, who's only won one game all season. That mm. Nat Phillips, who looks horrendous. Yeah, like, I want him oh. to play against City on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that, that's that's the thing. As you mentioned, if you look back in history, every title winning side has a solid defence, and that is not a title winning defence, is it at all? Oh, if, if you had if you had Van Dijk at the back with um, and say Matip was injured, didn't, was isn't he? Is that yeah. and like a Matip? I mean, you know, Matip's okay. Obviously, or Gomez. Or Gomez. Yeah, even Gomez. Point. That that it could be seen as a title winning side, but with the defence they've got at the moment, um, it's not good enough. I mean, the, they've lost four games this season, um, and they're seven points behind City, and um, and we've it, got a game in hand. Exactly. So it could become thirteen. It yeah. could become thirteen points, and by that point, I think. Liverpool out of the race really with 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 um, the amount of games we've got left to go, I think they could be out of it. Well, never mind out of the race; they might be out of the top four the way they're going. Don't that is just I, I can't. Mean, especially with the other teams playing well around them, like West Ham, Chelsea mm-hmm. are picking up form, Leicester yeah. are playing well. They might struggle. I I think they might. <laughs> It'll be difficult, but you know with it, with this topsy-turvy season we're having so far. Anything can happen, can't it, really? You know, West Ham... Apart from them winning the league. Yeah, obviously, apart from them winning the league, obviously. But we're, we're talking about... I can't believe we're having this conversation. Liverpool not getting top four. I know, you wouldn't have thought it, would you? They've got 97 points and 99 points in the last two seasons. Mm. And now they're, you know, they're that far I behind. Think, I think now they are something like 24 points off worse than they were last season. They were. So they would be running away with it this season if they continued it, wouldn't they? They'd be absolutely... Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, their next three pitches, obviously, against Man City, which is, I think, a, a decider for whether they get top four or not. Um, because... I, think it's a, I think it's a decider for us winning the league and for Liverpool top four. So yeah. both teams are going to really be fighting for it. Because the teams around Liverpool are all playing well, aren't they? They're sort of... Yeah. There's, there's teams around them that can compete for spaces with Liverpool with the form that they're on. So, I mean, and then they've got Leicester, which, you know, is another big game, and Everton as well. So, actually, they've got three games now where it's going to be quite a challenge to pick their season up with the three fixtures yeah, they've got. The way Liverpool play, they do play better against the better sides. Yeah. So, playing against City and Leicester and Everton could go in their favour like mm-hmm. they beat Spurs 3-1 but then they go and lose to Brighton and Burnley so I mean they play so poor against the bottom six I've got to start here out of seven games in the um, against the bottom six this season right. a total of 21 points they could have earned they've earned seven. Ah, oh my only god five goals in those games wow that, 
That is a stat. That is a stat and a half, that. Oh, my God. That is, seven that is out crazy. One point. Against the bottom six, you say? Seven games against the bottom six this season, yeah. That's unbelievable. I can't believe that. That's like... It's pretty much them drawing every game. Yeah. Well, they have been, haven't they, really? They've been drawing a lot of games. Yeah. And, I mean, they've lost four now. Um... And that's the reason why City are going to, you know, thanks to the performances, Man City are, are continuing to run away with it. Um, obviously, you, you won 2 0, didn't you, against Burnley? Yeah. Um, a team that Liverpool not, lost not to. Not quite the 7 0 I was hoping for. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll come on to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, your next three, I mean, you've got, you've got a difficult run of games. Maybe not the last one. I mean, you've got Liverpool, Spurs, and then us, Arsenal. Um, that is, that, is, that is quite tough. <laughs> I, mean, you tend, I mean, you tend to beat us. So, I mean, I'm, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you. We also um, tend to lose against Liverpool and Spurs. Yeah. So, I reckon if we come out with... Yeah, how many points should you be happy with? Well, nine. But You want nine? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd want nine. But, I don't know, maybe a win in two draws I'd, I'd take. Mm. Yeah, so I mean... Five, five points that. out of nine against them. Yeah, I mean, I hope we beat you. Um, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. A nice podcast episode if we beat you um, to rub it in. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I mean, you know, after that, if you if you come out of those games well, you know, I think you're going to just absolutely run with it now. Absolutely run away with it. Um, yeah. Well, after those games, there'll be what fifteen games left of the season. Yeah. So many to catch up yeah, on the way we're playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the way you're playing at the moment is, you know, you know. The way you're playing, if you and if you win all them, which you you have a chance to definitely. Mm. Um, <laughs> I think you'll uh, I think you will run away with it, but it we'll have to see. Weird season this year, very weird. I mean, what's I can't happening fifth? What? I know, I know. West Ham are fifth, and they were shot. Fourteen, it's a big shock as well. Honestly, Is that I, not Spurs, Wolves. Wolves, yeah. Wolves, they've had a shocking season. I mean, I was I was talking to a Wolves fan, um, and I mean, he's he's quite optimistic. He's quite happy for them to stay in the Premier League. Um, but that's not how they should be thinking. I know, I know, that's the thing. The way they play. But he did say there was. He was saying, you know, the seasons before the last, you know, the last season and the season before, their aim was to, you know, you know, the last season in particular to, to get into yeah. Europe, and now they're. Potentially have no chance now, do they? They'd sit in 14th. Um, but then, you know, they sort of swap places with the likes of West Ham. I mean, I know West Ham always, I know I said last episode, but West Ham always had the team to compete and now they finally are. It's, I, I yeah, can it see it. Like Wolves have done the opposite. Wolves have, yeah. yeah. I can see them getting Europe, West Ham. I wouldn't put it past them. And it'd be great. I want I'd, to. So, so do I, actually. I'd, I'd, I'd actually. Really enjoy if um, I'd really like to see West Ham in Europa League or even Mark the Nobles League. having trips to Kazakhstan. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to see. Thursday nights for West Ham United. That'd be brilliant. That'd be fantastic to see. Um, but anyway, moving on from West Ham, focus on Man City a bit more uh, and Liverpool. Um, have you put together your Man City and Liverpool combined 11? No. I'm going to run along with yours and we're going to build. Oh, OK. All right. OK. OK. okay. I'll let you put your points forward and I'll come and... Ca- and then you'll come back. Actually, that's a good point because you're a City fan and you're sort of 
I might be a bit biased here. Yeah, okay, right. I think goalkeeper's quite obvious. Um, obviously, Edison. Wait, you know, most... confirm before we start. Are we doing this on current form this season or just overall? I've gone on current form. Okay, fine. We'll do current That's form. That's what I've gone on at the moment. Um, so, current form, combined 11. You're forced um, to 11. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, um, no I mean, in, I mean, to be honest, yeah, it's on current form. Yeah. So, okay, so, um, goalkeeper. so obviously, Edison. I mean, yeah. any, I think I think I've put Edison over Allison anyway. In any, in I any would, but every time I say that, I always get shut down. <laughs> no, it's I would. Like, oh, Edison's not the shot stopper Allison is, but then yeah, but with thirteen clean sheets, with thirteen clean sheets, do you think? I, I, I don't know. He's unstoppable. He's brilliant. The distribution is miles better than Allison. Yeah. I think he's just a better keeper, but yeah, I, no I one, think it's great. No one, no one agrees. Well, I do. I do agree with you. Edison. Edison above Allison. Left back. I found this quite easy actually. Um, I've gone with Robertson. What would you say to that? I'll say Robertson. I'll say yeah, I mean, I've got to put some. I've got to put a Liverpool player in there. Yeah, just just one, at least one. Um, I like Robertson. Yeah, fair. so I mean, we, we just we just don't have a left back really. We've got yeah, Zinchenko no, you don't really. We bought, we've got Zinchenko who we mm. bought as an attacking midfielder, <laughs> and we've got Mendy who needs to leave the club. So, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Robertson isn't the best Scotsman in the Premier League. It's obviously Kieran Tierney, but. We'll put him in his team. Um, on current form, yeah. Yeah, on current form, yeah. I mean, he's got... It's, it's, it's just, his stats aren't bad, I've got down here. I mean, he's got six clean sheets and he's got five assists this season, which isn't awful. No, it's good for a fullback. Yeah, very good for a fullback. Um, obviously, it's not his best. He's done better. No, but um, he's not got, the rest of the team's not performing around him for him to get the assists. Exactly. He might... so, but he definitely makes it into that team, I think. Yeah. Um, the two centre-backs, uh, there's no debate here, really. Stones and Diaz. Yeah, Stones and Diaz, yep. Stones and Diaz. I mean, Liverpool don't have a defence at the moment, so, you know, on current form, I can't really put a Liverpool defender in. Um, and then I think same for right-back. I think Trent, I've put Cancelo in, because I think Trent Alexander-Arnold has, has had an absolute shocker. And I think Cancelo's really come to form. He's, this season's yeah. his season, isn't it? He's an all Cancelo. Yeah, I mean, he's an all-round player. I think he can cut in on his, he can cut in on the right and shoot with his left. Can't he? He can drive yeah, down that line. The game against Burnley, I think we played Laporte at left back when we were being attacked. But mm. then Cancelo is so fluid in what he can do. Yeah. When we were attacking, we went to a free at the back with Laporte, mm. Diaz, and Stones, and Cancelo moved into midfield. Yeah, and I like that. I think that's really good because that's the way of yeah. getting Laporte back in the team. Exactly, and it solves our left back problem. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I think he's a great player, but I think the big point there is that um, Alexander Arnold's having a, um, a stinker. Yeah, a stinker. Yeah, 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 very bad, very very bad. Um, midfielders, we'll start. We four three three. I've gone four three three. Yeah, I've gone That's four. Fine. Okay. So, first centre mid, man of the moment. He's having a great season. Gundogan, you know. Yeah. Of course. Can't not have him in. No, can't have him. Um, I not see Thiago when you're over two. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't you worry. Oh, don't God. you worry. <laughs> Overhyped player, Thiago. Yeah. I, <laughs> you heard it. You heard it. Uh, um, Centre attacking mid, Kevin De Bruyne. Um, yeah. He's got the second most assists this season. Um, 
is obviously again having a blinder. He does every year, doesn't he? Really, Kevin De Bruyne. There's no debate. Yeah, people are saying he's having a bad season because he's got the second most assists in the league and not the most. Like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, isn't is it, is, is it Kane? Isn't it with the most assists this season? I think so because he's got so many in the first um, yeah. few games, didn't he? Well, he's, he's out now, so I'll by the week um, by in the next game, De Bruyne will be top hopefully. So, uh, but hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> But the next midfielder, I've gone with Wijnaldum. What do you think about that? Wijnaldum? Mm. I don't really know what City players could compete. I mean, no. Rodri's only just come into form, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't put him in. No. I, I, I mean, Fernandinho is an option. Yeah, but... I mean, but he doesn't play enough games to get him in, I don't think. So No. I think Wijnaldum's fair enough. Yeah, one, I think he's a great player. Are there any other Liverpool players? Maybe Henderson? How's he playing? He's, he's playing centre-back at the moment, Henderson. So, oh, I mean, yeah. He's doing, he's, he's doing a good shift, to be fair to him. He's doing all right. Covering for Van Dijk, uh, Gomez and and Matip, all three of them. Uh, but no, yeah, he's, he's doing all right. Back. They need Lovren back. They need, yeah, exactly. Lovren said, didn't they? In the yeah. World Cup, he claimed he was the best centre-back in the world. Yeah, and he what is. Now they need him. Yeah, now you need him. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, that, yeah, so I mean, the field of Gundogan, Wijnaldum and Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. So um, now we go for the uh, front three. I think it's not controversial. Um, I think one player maybe is obviously gone for Salah on the right, top player, yeah. top goal scorer this season. Um, in, especially in that Liverpool team as well, he's got 15 goals. This I think season. Salah's treated unfairly. I think people call him overhyped and mm. rubbish too much. He's un- I think he's unbelievable. I- yeah, he's really like maybe maybe I've got like a left-footed bias to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount of goals he's he's scored is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, like, it, it, it's, and he's still scoring them. But people saying he's, he's too greedy. But if he's getting the goals, he's getting the goals. Yeah, he's, it, it, and plus he he um he works for Liverpool when they need the most. I think as well. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's a great player, um, top winger. Um, so he goes into that space there. On the left, however, all right, I've put Mares. Even though he doesn't play there, I've I put mean, him. we have had a fluid front three, so I guess you can mm. put them wherever you want. Yeah, I've got Mares. Although he doesn't really play there, he plays on the right more. I've gone with Mares over Mane. I really like Mares. Mm, I really like Mares. I feel like, as well. I, I, depending on who you put a striker, I'd potentially have Bernardo Silva in this front three somewhere. Would you? Over Mares this season, yeah. Well, I don't know. I like Mares. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think Mares is great, but this mm. season I think Bernardo's been better. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Well, it depends who you've got a striker. Well, I've got Jesus at striker. Oh no, get him out. You don't like Jesus? No. Who would you put up front then? I, if I was you, I mean, you probably didn't think of this because, but I'd, I'd have Jesus on the wing. Right, and then and Bernardo still up front. front. Bernardo Silva is a false nine with mm. Salah and Jesus running either side of him. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how you play to be because honest. Jesus, he misses too many chances, but he tracks he, back a lot. He's we bought him as mm. a winger. Like he's got four goals he, this season. Four, four, yeah, exactly. Four. And how many chances do we set up? Um, multiple. Exactly. I, I can't think about how many you got. How many chances you make? Right, so so I think I've made a big mistake not there. Clinical enough with Mares and Jesus. So would you replace Mares and Jesus? You put you would put 
Bernardo Silva. Well, I have to fit Foden in. No, I'll tell you what. Foden left wing, Bernardo centre forward. That's so what you, I do. What, you, what do you think? We need to come to a decision. So, so you would replace Foden with Fomaris? I think Foden's had a better season. Mm. But as a winger? He has played left wing all season, yeah. whereas Mahrez hasn't. Hmm. Foden's been playing on the left. We'll put Foden there then. We'll put Foden left wing and then up front we'll put... There's no way I'm having Jesus. I'm, <laughs> I'm not having it. <laughs> Why not? He's a great player. <laughs> yeah, but not a striker. He's not a striker. No. Okay. So we'll run through it. So in goal, Edison. Left back, Robertson. Centre-backs, Stones and Diaz. You know, you can't really debate that. Cancelo right back. Gundogan, Wijnaldum and Kevin De Bruyne in the midfield. Then Salah, um, Foden and Bernardo Silva up front then. Have you got anyone else you can think of that you might want to fit in? Um, well, like honourable mentions. Yeah. Um, I think Henderson. You know Jesus can sit on the bench. We'll... Yeah, but we'll put Jesus on the bench. Him, sit there. him and Mahrez. I like I think, Mahrez, but... I think Henderson. He's been great yeah. this season. Um, Fabinho, he... If Stones and Diaz weren't playing so well, mm. I think Fabinho would have definitely made it in a centre-back. I think um, Firmino's... Essentially, what about Fabinho at CDM instead of um, Wijnaldum? What, instead of Wijnaldum? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I really like Wijnaldum. I, I like don't... Wijnaldum. We'll keep mm. Wijnaldum in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Aaron I mean... Torres, I think he's a great player. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Uh, I mean, Firmino, he can play with the 23s um because he's not having a good season is he he's having it's a very bad season there, to be honest yeah um but i think that's quite a solid team it's quite a solid team i think the defense is quite solid if, yeah if you put robertson in your defense that'd be mad wouldn't it imagine yeah, robertson you need a left back <laughs> yeah just put just get robertson in and then you'll be right um but no that's a very solid team very I, mean, I doubt they'll give us robertson he's like their only fit defender at the moment yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah they're not going to give you robertson they're not going to do that but I mean, that's quite a solid team. I'm glad we came to the decision. Um, wasn't it hard? But are we going to do our predictions? And oh, the yeah, right. we, went, we went through the 20 games that happened last week. 20 games. I'll try and speed. I'll pick out the key moments. I'll try and speed through them a bit. So, second game, I predicted right 2 all with West Brom and Fulham. So, you said 2 1 to West Brom. So, you didn't get any points for that. I got five. Oh, what else happened? I predicted Chelsea versus Burnley, correct? 2-0 to Chelsea. Yeah. What did I put? You put 2-1 to Chelsea. So you got oh, two points. Yeah, I got two points. That's all right. That's not too bad. Yeah. I said 4-0 to Leicester against Leeds and it was 3-1 to Leeds. So I think you ah. did 2-1 on that. You said 1-0 to Leeds. So you got the two oh, points. Oh, yeah. It's good team. Look at that. And then the next game was West Ham versus Liverpool. I said 2-1 to West Ham. Liverpool won 3-1. Yeah. Remember what you put for that game? 3-1 Liverpool? Yeah. Did you I? That one, right? Yeah. <laughs> And Brighton beat Spurs 1-0. So I didn't get any points for that. And you I've... got two because you said 2-0 to Brighton. Yeah. Look at that. Predictions. Yeah. You did you did very well this week. I can't yeah. lie. Did I? The next run of games were a bit iffy. And then, obviously, Burnley versus City. Wasn't quite the 7-0 I was hoping for. No. But it was 2-0. Mm. But you got it right. You said it was, yeah. was going to be 2-0. Smashed it. And then the next game, 2-0 to Leicester against Fulham. I back Fulham to win. Don't know why. I think that was the one I was going to change, wasn't it? And I just didn't. Yeah. But you said 2-0 to Leicester. So you got another five points there. Yeah, smashing it. Then the next game, it was 2-1 to Everton against Leeds. 
you said 2 1 to Everton against Leeds. Oh my you got god, five points, and then that was about it. So, yeah. at the end of 22 games, no, at the end of 20 games, a maximum of 100 points, yeah, <laughs> which I is think. pretty much impossible to get. I got 22, and you ended up with 32. 32? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's very good from you. That is very good. So I've got 48 points overall. So we both got, let me find it. We both got the level last, last week. So now yeah. you're on 48 and I'm on 38. So I've got some catching up to do. Ooh, okay, it's fair. It's, it's, it's two results in there. It's not that so far. So this week, yeah. I've so, gone a bit more boring, I think. Have you? I've gone a bit, oh, I have gone a bit outrageous. But to be fair, my ones have been outrageous, so... Yeah, but this season's been outrageous. The results have been uh, sort of unpredictable, really. I mean, the 9-0. United against um, Southampton. Didn't see that coming. I'm pretty sure I had Southampton to to win. (laughs) (laughs) God, how long you got that? But, yeah, I mean, it's been a bit of an outrageous season. So, any outrageous predictions, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't put it Could happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, are we going to run through them now? Yeah. Okay, right. I'll kick us off. So, Aston Villa versus Arsenal. What have you put, what have you put down for that? 2-1 Arsenal. Okay. I've gone 3-1. Simple. I've three gone 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal, yeah. I think three times. Where are Arsenal? Oh, Aston Villa are just ahead of Arsenal in the league. I know. Oh but, oh, but Aston Villa have still got two games in hand. Yeah, I know. So, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Well, I'll back Arsenal. Yeah, so I'll I'd give you a win for once. Yeah. <laughs> so, you've gone 2-1. I've gone 3-1. Burnley Brighton. I mean Brighton are on a bit of a roll, so I've gone I've gone one nil Brighton again. I think it'll be I mean the, the, these are the teams that both beat Liverpool one 0 mm-hmm. I think it'll be quite a boring game. I've gone for one all. One all. I can I, I can see it, but I've gone I've gone I've favoured Brighton that one. Um what's it? Newcastle, not in good form. Facing a very facing a very strong Southampton side. Um that lost 9-0 to... Uh... <laughs> I mean, Southampton have lost four out of the last five games. I know, I know, yeah. Well, it... either way, I've still gone for them to win 3-0. Newcastle yeah. still aren't scoring. <laughs> no, I mean, I, Southampton, after losing 9-0... I think they're they're going to want to fight back, aren't they? Yeah, they're going to have to bounce back. So, I've gone for 2-1 Southampton. Um, next one is Fulham-West Ham. I think it'll be an interesting one. I think both teams will be quite attacking in this one. So, yeah. I've gone for 2 all. See, I've gone 3-0 West Ham. I think West Ham are going to... Yeah, 3-1. I, I, think, I think they're going to... I mean, looking at Fulham's form mm. now, they haven't won a game in the last five. Yeah. But that's, you that's, never know. You never know. I think West Ham are going to continue their... Um, they're going to continue their... Jaylings is going to pull out another masterclass. That, exactly, mate. I think they are going to continue their quest for European football. I think they're going to absolutely run riot against Fulham. Now, it's quite a big one. Obviously, Man United beat Southampton 9-0. Um, and they face Everton. What have you put down for this one? What have you put? Oh, it was, it was a really hard one to predict because it mm. just could go either way. Yeah. But I've gone for 2-1 to United. I've gone 2 to Everton. I, I predicted United to lose both the games last week and I didn't get any points for it, so... Oh, bless me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think this week's going to be the week that Man United will lose to... Uh... I hope so. If they lose, then I'm happy. If they win, yeah. I'll get some points. Yeah, exactly. So, either way, 
Um, someone will get some points. So, I mean, unless it's a draw, which I hope it isn't. Uh, but two over ten. Yeah, two no I've got. Um, Spurs West Brom. Now, <laughs> I've been a bit biased here. I've gone for one no West Brom against Spurs. Well, I haven't. I've gone for three no Spurs. Three no Spurs. That's fair enough. That's more likely. But yeah, again, outrageous, outrageous uh, predictions. Um, so next I've got, one. A biased one. I've got a biased one coming up. So, oh, I can, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, Wolves, Wolves, Leicester. What have you gone for that? Three one to Leicester. I reckon Leicester. <laughs> I like Leicester, and Wolves just aren't performing. So, see, I've gone. I, I think it'd be quite close. I think it, I've gone for two two. I think not that far off. I guess no. I mean, obviously they beat Arsenal. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, like that's also one of the games where. It's one of the games where you expect a lot of goals, but then it's definitely just going to end up being like a nil-nil or a one-nil, isn't it? You can just... yeah, <laughs> it always happens. Yeah, so I, I mean, Wolves to sort of bounce back. I mean, they had a bit of help from the officials last week. Um, so, but I've, oh, this week even I've gone. Still I'm triggered gonna... a bit about that one then. Huh? Still triggered a bit about that a one. Bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna say two-two. Um, Liverpool, Man City. Go on, you can go first. All right. 4-0 City. Well, I'm not far off. I've gone 2-0. I've gone 2-0 City. I think you'll have a comfortable result against them, I think. I'm just hoping Liverpool don't perform against us like they always do and we're clinical. Yeah. I I, I, I mean, I think I think you will be. I think it'll, it, you'll win comfortably, I think. Stones and Diaz, I can see getting another clean sheet. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't see... I can't see them not at this point. No. <laughs> but um, next game, Sheffield United-Chelsea. Like you're boring again. Two 0 to Chelsea. I've gone. To, I think Chelsea can see that. I've gone two one. I've gone two Tuchel's one. Solid. Tuchel's uh, made the defense quite solid, though. I think. So. True, but I think they will. I think Sheffield United. They're quite a hard team to. Although they're quite low down, you know, they've been proven to be a. Yeah, quite... but now Chelsea with this three at the back formation with the wing backs, I feel like they'll overload and then they'll almost counter Fulham's. Fulham. Sheffield five at the Sheffield five yeah. at the back with five forwards. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Um, but I think I think they'll I think they'll score Sheffield United. And last game, Leeds Leeds versus Crystal Palace. I think Leeds might carry on their good form mm. and they'll win two 0 Up on two one Leeds. I think they'll continue it as you said. I think they good form. They, I think they lost their last game, but. But they're they're not playing bad, not playing awfully. But yeah, I can't see Palace winning that, to be honest. Um, no. But yeah, Leeds to Crystal Palace one. Um, so that wraps it up, really. I mean, if you get two results perfectly right, and I get, if I get two more than you, then exactly, then you're in, you're in front. It's quite it's quite close. Yeah. So I mean, a few of mine are a bit outrageous, um, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, but I think that, that really that sort of wraps it up, doesn't it, for this week? I think nothing yeah, really we've discussed. covered everything. Yeah, pretty much covered everything we want to talk about. Um, so, yeah, just thanks again. Um, once again, sorry, thank you for watching uh, the Football Roundup podcast. If you're watching it on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. And also share it. Share it around. We really appreciate let us know it. If you want, let us know if you want more Two Truths and One Lie. Yes, yeah, comment below. Yeah, comment, comment below what, you, um, what you'd like to see again. Um, Do you want to see your return like of to... under or overrated? Yeah, there's... there's you know, anything, anything that you'd like to see on the podcast, um, comment it down below. Um, and if you're listening to us on Spotify, uh, don't forget to also share this round and um, give us a follow as well. So, I mean, 
all wrapped up and we'll see next week when we uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about Man City. Um, absolutely crushing Liverpool. Absolutely crushing Liverpool. <laughs> uh, that we'll discuss whether um, Man City truly have, you know, gone on and run away with it. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next week and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. See you in a bit.